Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Penguins, as we approach the NHL's trade deadline, are somewhat in a trade deadline purgatory. They are clearly not buyers, but they aren't necessarily full-on sellers. I don't expect a fire sale per se. It seems like Kyle Dubas is looking to make one or two or maybe at most three trades that will maybe bring in some good assets for the future, but also not take too much away from this current team and what it could be, especially heading into next season. They have some difficult decisions to make in the next week with certain players. Obviously, the biggest decision for them revolves around 40 goal scorer and perennial 30 goal scorer, Jake Gensel. That's been the topic of conversation over the last several months. It's going to continue to be the top topic of conversation surrounding this Penguins team day in and day out until the March 8th deadline passes. And even after that, with the contract situation, if he doesn't get traded, that'll continue to be probably the top discussion and top story surrounding this team outside of the playoff race that they're currently ensuing in. But when it comes to players on this team that are the most valued around the league, the ones that are going to be the top targets for other teams, Lars Eller is quickly becoming a key figure to watch. Last week, I named him the fourth most likely Penguin to be traded. I had him on that list below Jake Gensel. Obviously, I had them him on that list, excuse me, below... I believe it's Ricard Raquel and Riley Smith who both popped up in several trade lists around the NHL. But when it comes to value, he's probably the second most valuable piece the Penguins have to offer other teams that they're willing to part with. That takes out your Crosbys, that takes out your Malkins, basically everybody that has a no-move clause, especially considering last week Kyle Dubas mentioned that he has not and alluded to the fact that he will not ask players to waive no-move clauses and instead is going to work around them. So I can see Eller being number two on that list right behind Jake Gensel. And that's simply because of how good he has been this season. 56 games played for Eller, 11 goals and 20 points. You look at the underlying numbers, and they're maybe not impressive when you first look at them, but then there's one stat that makes all of these other underlying numbers look so much better. 52% of the shot attempts at 5-on-5, 52% of the actual goal share at 5-on-5, 53% of the expected goals, and 51% of the scoring chances for the Penguins' third-line center. He does all of that with 25% offensive zone start percentage. He starts three of every four shifts in the defensive zone, and yet he is over 50% for every single analytical category that is primarily looked at by most people that look at analytics. Not only that, I test his past as well. He's been a key penalty killer for the Penguins. He's been trusted with some power play time here in the last couple of days, or last couple of weeks, I should say. He's been a very good addition, very sneaky good addition for the Penguins this season. And he's doing it all in a role where everything around him has changed. Mike Sullivan said this last night, and it made me chuckle because it is the truest thing that I think Mike Sullivan has said in the last three weeks. He said, quote, when talking about Eller, quote, I think he leads the league in line mates. And then you start to think about it. 
He has played with practically everybody on that third line at five on five on the Penguins roster outside of the other centers. So Crosby Malkin and Nola Chari and Jake Gensel. Brian Rust has spent time down there. Riley Smith, Ricard Raquel, Drew O'Connor started the season on his wing. Jansen Harkins started the season on his wing. Redeem Zahorna was there for a time. Alex Nylander, who's not even in the organization, has been there for a time. Emil Bemstrom, who was traded in exchange for Alex Nylander last week, is on his line. He seems to just play well with everybody because when everything around him has changed, he has been able to be the constant for the Penguins in the bottom six. Achari has been in and out of the lineup. Jeff Carter has been moved around because of it. Matt Nieto hasn't played in six months. Jansen Harkins has been down there a lot, but let's not forget his little on-again, off-again relationship with Mike Sullivan early in the season before that marriage was apparently consummated a couple months ago. That's why he hasn't come out of the lineup. But the one constant has been Lars Eller. And it's because he's done his job through and through from day one since he joined the organization. From the first practice, it was him and Drew O'Connor. And that line, that duo, looked to be a very, very good duo for the Penguins. Now, unfortunately, the guys above them weren't performing, hence the reason Drew O'Connor has been elevated, not to mention the fact that he's taken that opportunity and ran with it well this season. But Lars Eller has continued to be the guy for the Penguins in the bottom six, for the Penguins on that third line, the guy that continues to hold it down and play a consistent brand of hockey from a position that has been rather inconsistent for the Penguins throughout the last couple of seasons, really since that first stint with Nick Bonino ended, as I mentioned at the end of last week. The question becomes, will he end up actually being moved in the next nine days? We have nine days till the NHL's trade deadline. I think he is a name that is getting, you know, Kyle Dubas mentioned that he's getting calls and fielding calls for almost every player on the Penguins. I would imagine that he is a name that comes up pretty frequently and will continue to come up even more frequently when he puts up two gate or two point performances like he did last night against Vancouver. When you look at the history as well, there is already a market, a substantial market for Lars Eller. He was traded last season at the NHL's trade deadline from the Washington Capitals to the Colorado Avalanche for a second-round pick. That's pretty substantive. For a third-line center that's 34 years old, a second-round pick last season for Colorado, who was a team looking to win a Stanley Cup. He's had a better year this year. Goals, points, ice time, block shots, all on track to be far and away higher than it was last season. So, if anything, his value's gone up. Not only because his performance has gone up in a bigger role with the Penguins that he had last year, more ice time, but he also has a lower cap hit. Last year that trade was made, he had $3.5 million against the NHL salary cap. This year, 2.45 on that new contract that he signed with the Penguins. Not only that, he has another year tacked on to the end of it, so you're buying a little bit into the future for a consistent player that, yes, is old. Yes, father time can come get him at any time, but he hasn't looked that way this season, and you're only buying one more year at a very low cap hit. So when I talk about value, his value, I think, is very, 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 very high. Like, I can't underestimate how high that I think his value is because in a league that has a premium position of center, especially going into the playoffs, you want to win faceoffs. You want to have that third-line center that has a little bit of offense but for the most part is going to keep you in games and isn't going to lose you games. Lars Eller is the archetype. Previous playoff experience, he's a Stanley Cup champion. 
In fact, he scored a game-winning goal in a cup-clinching game. The Penguins, because of all of this, should have a sky-high asking price for Lars Eller. Last year was a second-round pick. I think that's what it's going to take to get Eller off the Penguins this year because the Penguins, for their own right, have struggled to find consistency at that position for a long time. Yeah, when Crosby came into the league, they were fortunate. They had Jordan Stahl, a top-five NHL draft pick that was ready to go from the age of 18, and they had Crosby, Malkin, and Jordan Stahl running with it for the first four or five years of those three's careers. And then... Jordan Stahl gets traded. The Penguins bring in Brandon Sutter. That was the next substantial name in that role, and he wasn't nearly as good as Jordan Stahl, which is hard to do, I understand that, but he was okay. Then they bring in Nick Benino, and you saw what that produced, which was two Stanley Cup runs, including one where Benino was spearheading one of the best third lines that we have seen for this team, basically in their 55-plus year organizational history. Great third line. HBK obviously lives on in Penguins lore. After Benino leaves, it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. You had Jeff Carter. You had Teddy Bluger for a time. I think Jared McCann played third line center for a time. Evan Rodriguez for a time. But nobody stuck there. Nobody fit in that role nearly as well as Lars Eller has fit in that role this season. He's under team control at a very reasonable salary cap hit. At the end of the day, the biggest part of all of this, they don't need to sell him off. Especially if they're looking at going, quote, unquote, all in again next season. People said they went all in this year when they traded for Carlson. I don't disagree. It didn't go their way, but they're probably going to do it again next year. They're probably going to say Stanley Cup or bust once again next year simply because that's where this organization is. And if you're going to do that, Lars Eller is a pretty good piece to have. A consistent third line center that can put in 10 plus goals, 20 to 25, maybe even 30 points, play great defensively, start almost every shift in the defensive zone and kill penalties at a really good clip. That's what Lars Eller's brought this season. That's what he's probably going to bring again next season. That's probably what he's going to bring for the remainder of his career. So while a lot of the discussion next week is going to revolve around Jake Gensel specifically, but also Riley Smith, Ricard Raquel, the goalies are getting a little bit of shine in the national media for the Penguins. Don't be surprised if it's Lars Eller who ends up being the one that fetches the most unexpected return. Now, a team would have to be desperate to give up a first-round pick for a third-line center. They must really think that they're right next to a Stanley Cup and that's the missing piece. That's the linchpin to a potential Stanley Cup run. So maybe not a first-round pick. But don't be surprised if a second-round pick is once again on the table and maybe even an extra pro- prospect or maybe even an extra pick in the third or fourth or maybe even two seconds. Because teams, they overpay a little bit when they think they're one piece away. Lars Eller is a name that I could see fetching a really positive return. But the decision has to be made because the Penguins, they could probably use him next year also. That's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.